0: Browns football is back, kind of. The road to 23-0 started tonight, one down, 22 to go. And for those doing math at home, that's three preseason games, 17 regular season games, and three playoff games, assuming they'd have a bye because they'd be undefeated. It is another Browns cat, WFMI Browns cast, late-night edition after the Browns just beat the Jaguars in jacksonville i don't even remember what the score was like 23 14 or something I all that matters 24 13 see it's a friday night i'm sorry all that matters is the browns won i'm your host josh with me as usual on the browns cast joe gilbert and we are here to discuss the events that took place in jacksonville tonight the good the bad the the ugly i know there were some ugly things but first and foremost joe how are you doing and um did you enjoy watching an actual Browns football game, even if it was preseason? Because I know I did.
1: Uh yes, it's uh, good to actually talk about some football rather than uh, off-field issues. So, yeah, it was a nice uh, change of pace for uh, Browns fans today.
0: Man, I feel like we can't get away from those out- off-field issues, and we just get <laughs> we get made fun of as Browns fans, and that's what sucks the most. I'm like, I didn't, right. I didn't do any of this. I'm just a fan. That's all I am. <laughs> But let's yeah. get into it. I guess just go. We'll start off with the bad news, and it only goes up from there because the first quarter was ugly in more ways than one. Yeah. Second play of the game, first year starting center Nick Harris, who's taken over for JC Treader, who uh, was released by the Brown. Well, not released. They just didn't resign him, or was he released?
1: No, he was got cut.
0: Yeah. He got okay, hurt. so he got cut. Nick Harris was supposed to take over in his third year. Second play of the game, he gets bull rushed, lands awkwardly on his knee, carted off. I hope no, for the best. I'm knocking good, on wood right now. Yeah. But it's not time. it's not looking good. So that was that was probably the ugly.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was brutal. That was if you could just kind of mock up a, a most the one of the most brutal starts, that was that was right up there because um just imagine you're you finally got the job that you've been working for for two years and second play of the freaking preseason you're done here you go down that's just uh, that's awful and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see well obviously we gotta see if it's serious that he's out for the year or whatever but um, it's gotta be it's gonna be interesting to see how they kind of handle it uh, because JC Treder is still out there um, and then, uh, we still do have Ethan who, uh, Ethan Pugh, uh, I think it's Pochik or something. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's all. Uh, yeah. That Pochick. sounds good. Whatever Pochick. you say, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, he, he, had, he had some starting experience, so maybe they just go with him, but, um, yeah, that was, that was tough because, uh, there some high hopes for Nick Harris after, uh, a lot of the spot starts he had last year and uh, over the past few years, um, yeah, it just sucks. Hopefully, hopefully that he gets lucky and it's not it's not a um, a season ender. But uh, never good to get carted off.
0: Yeah, that I like. I was really I was thinking. My first thought was really like yeah. this is so. I hate this. I I hate saying this. Yeah. but it's so Cleveland and it's so brown. <laughs> like second play of the game. The starting center, you know, by the way, before going any further, I forgot to say that this pod, uh, WFMI podcast is brought to you by the Evergreen Podcast Network. I always, I sometimes forget that, so I apologize. And Craig, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I should have said that three minutes ago. But back to Nick Harris. I feel bad for the guy. I mean, like you said, two years waiting. He's had all this practice time because JC Tretter barely yeah. practiced. He finally got his opportunity, second game in the second play of the. His first pre season of the game, boom. So, and I know you brought up JC Treader. It seems like it's like, uh, yeah, they should just bring him back, but then again, it's mid August. Isn't there a reason why he's still a free agent? I mean, it's not like you predicted that Nick Harris would get hurt, and he's like, oh no, right. then I could just go back to the Browns. Right. So the fact that he's still a free agent, it kind of is concerning, I guess. Yeah, but i I don't know. He's familiar with the system. He knows the system. He obviously the head coach, the OC, everyone. Bill Callahan, the offensive line coach, all familiar yeah. with him. But I, don't know. I just yeah. one. I feel bad for Nick Harrison two, It just I sucks. I yeah. mean, there's. I guess this will move us to the second topic. Deshaun Watson, first game in two years, struggled mightily. Look like it. Look like yeah. It. One, it looks like it. Two, he was playing with the center and getting snaps from the center that he's never practiced with, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he took all of his practice ruts from Nick Harris, yeah. which I know Zach Jackson pointed out that is the only reason Nick Harris played tonight, because they wanted to play Deshaun Watson, and Nick Harris is Deshaun Watson's center. So, I don't know. It's just it's like just... one – it's just like – it's easy to say Nick Harris shouldn't have been playing tonight, but every time you have an injury in preseason, I think you could say that. And if everyone stays – if a guy stays healthy, you don't, you never question it. Right, so it's yeah. like one. It's one of those it's like football. Monday morning quarterback slash twenty. Yeah, under, uh, hindsight,
1: but it's, it's football. It happens and it sucks. Yeah, but it, yeah, it is. It just yeah, happens.
0: it's football. It happens. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson struggled. Then again, I know I said this to you prior to the podcast. My favorite part of preseason <laughs> is that when a player does really well, you're always reminded by someone, multiple people usually, that it's a preseason game. But when a player does really bad.
1: You don't remind
0: year. anyone that it's preseason. You just it's say that he, really, he did really bad. Yeah. And, I mean, Brown's yeah. Twitter, man. I know. The, there's one rule and one rule only. Stay off of Brown's Twitter during the games. <laughs> but I think that rule can be, like, multiplied by 1,000 during preseason games. Because it's like, is Josh Jobs the next freaking Tom Brady? Is Sean Watson going to be cut? Uh, okay, that's not to say not going to be cut, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. just like the, uh, the ebbs and flows. I mean, it's the greatest roller coaster in freaking Northeast or Northern Ohio, and we have Cedar Point here. It's just crazy. Like, yeah, settle down. One, it's preseason. Yeah. Two, just take Two. a chill pill, put it on your phone, and just watch the game and enjoy yourself. Yeah,
1: and there's multiple reasons why he didn't play well. <laughs> why didn't he? It was his first game in over a year. It's um the receiver two years, right? Uh yeah, yeah, two years.
0: Which we can get into that on a later podcast yeah. once this appeal process goes through. Yeah. But uh receivers can't catch
1: um they didn't have their top two running backs, most of the line. So it, it's one of those things, yeah, book it to put it behind you and kind of move on. But uh, yeah, I'm not taking anything much from it um, other than just the Nick Harris uh, injury. That was, that was rough. That was, that just sucked. And uh, yeah, I, the pretty much the biggest news I think from the Sean Watson was just kind of prior to the game. He actually apologized, which was like the first time he did all, uh, throughout the uh Whole process and then the um actual saying that he's going to counseling so that was that was newsworthy i don't want
0: to get into this because i i dislike talking about it because i mean we all know the ugliness said the deshaun watson situation but if only he had the statement he had oh yeah tonight to Didi.
1: three months ago Seven three or four ago.
0: months ago <laughs> i mean it's just like dude yeah. Like, I appreciate him saying it tonight, yeah. But, like, I mean, it obviously wasn't tonight, it was at some point this week with because there was a previously filmed interview. Mm-hmm. But, like, where was that three, four months ago? Is yeah. I feel like it's too little too late, both in terms of like people respecting you, some yeah. people respecting you, and the NFL suspension pr- appeal process. Which,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know, maybe that was his way of trying to get a uh um a settlement done i don't know it's just like where it sure, it sure I appreciate,
1: like
0: yeah i appreciate him doing that i'm sure it was like uh maybe he memorized that it was something his lawyer wrote down uh, and he memorized what to say i don't know it's just like where was that three four months ago dude yeah and i appreciate him going to counseling stuff like that but it's just like yeah. i think it's too little too late on that front but yeah hey yeah I guess it's good that he did it now rather than never yeah. do it. Right. Apologize yeah. to the women involved and to all yeah. women that go through this kind of stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. On to not to just push that off, but I just, I just like talking about it just because it is what it is. It's, yeah. The one more negative part, by the way, if you haven't watched the game yet, I don't know if if you haven't watched the game. I don't know why you tuned into this, but if you <laughs> haven't watched the game yet, just get to the second quarter. It gets much yes, better. It after gets so quarter. much better. But, the first quarter doesn't matter. One more negative part besides how uh, uh, Nick Harris's injury and how Deshaun Watson played. Anthony Schwartz. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love, oh, my God. Um,
1: Not a good start, let's just say
0: I, I, Yeah, he had two drops. Two. He looks like Greg Little out there. And right, if you ever right to Greg it, Little, it's not a good thing.
1: Right in his hands, too. It's not, yeah, it and, wasn't like. Tough catches, it was right in your hands. Yeah. It was uh for <laughs> the sec- for a second year guy that's supposed to kinda have a breakout year, hopefully. Make the jump. Yeah, make the jump. Uh that was not a good start. So uh he's got uh he's got some room to improve. <laughs> I guess it's called a sophomore
0: yeah. slump for a reason too. And, yeah. and I don't know. It's just I know I we talked about this prior to happen on to prior to going live. I think if Jakeem Grant, who tore his Achilles this past week in practice, yes, he's not really wasn't really going to be used as a wide receiver type. He was more of a kick returner and punt returner. That's what he was brought to the Browns to do. That's why they signed him this offseason. He was an all-pro returner. But I feel like if he didn't get hurt, Schwartz's seat would be even hotter because Schwartz might be a guy that can return kicks and punts, which is possibly the only reason he might make the team. I mean, I know he's only going in the second year. He was, what, a third round? Was he a third or third? third yeah, third. third. Third round pick last year. It's just, I don't know. If Grant yeah. was on a team or if Grant was healthy, <laughs> I think it would be easy to be like, all right, we, we screwed up on that third round pick last year. Let's yeah. just let him go. But, I mean, one, Schwartz, they drafted him because of his speed. We all know that. He yeah. was going to be a developmental guy, but he was fast. But yeah. you just can't – as an NFL wideout, why, why you can't have drops like he did tonight. And, like, yeah. he, he struggled last year. It's not like it's, like, in, uh, something new that happened tonight. I just right. – It's just man.
1: wild. Like, if you go back to that Kansas City game, he was the best receiver on the team. And then it's just, like, we've not seen that that receiver since. It's It's been the weirdest career for him. Um, but hey, it's just it's the been
0: first. the weirdest career for Orm, and he literally it's, has only put it. It's
1: only in. been one season in a preseason. <laughs> yeah. It's still given time, obviously, but uh yeah, not a good start. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy
0: from Evergreen Podcast. All right, so not with the negative talk, now that we're 12 minutes into this, then the positives. There were quite Jerome a few positives. Ford, the biggest positive. Jerome freaking Ford. Fifth <laughs> round pick this past April from Cincinnati. I actually didn't realize that he played at Alabama before transferring to Cincinnati. I had no idea before mm-hmm. prior to the, them saying that during the broadcast. Whether it was his speed, his acceleration, his vision, his moves to find the open field. Yeah. Man, I know there was a lot of it was against backups, but like that guy could be something. And I think that's might be well, I guess that I won't even say might be. That's the reason one, why they drafted him. Yeah. And two, why Kareem Hunt will probably be going in yeah, or would, he's entering his last season as a brown.
1: Yeah. If I was uh if I was any running back not named Nick Chubb, I would be a little nervous tonight. <laughs> Uh, because uh, yeah, Jerome Ford looked like uh, he's got something. His uh, his burst was pretty eye popping. <laughs> if you just watch that forty uh, one yard run, he he turned on the Jets and uh, he's got great uh, agility and uh, it was it was fun to watch him. He was definitely the star of the show. Um, he had two touchdowns. I think he had a total fifty seven yards, five point seven yards per carry. Um, so that was. It was it was a great showing for a first time out in the field in the NFL career. He just he balled out and it was it was pretty fun to watch. Um he was he was definitely the star of the show on the offense.
0: Yeah, you said ten carries, fifty-seven yards and touchdown, and then he actually led the team in receiving yards too. He had four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. His only negative was a fumble. He caught a ball out of the backfield, made it three really good moves to <sighs> get a first down on really like third and ten. And then he yeah. fumbled it, so that was his only yeah. negative. But to to get to that point of fumbling was right. another like, wow, this guy's good. Yeah. So I'll take yeah. that. It's okay. Just learn yeah. to hold on to the ball, drum. Yeah. And I'm, i know Kevin Stefanski came in and talked to him right away. I'm sure. Oh, that was I bet
1: I bet those. Nick Chubb did too. Yeah. Nick yeah. Chubb like, doesn't dude,
0: fumble. That <laughs> is a great play, but it, none of it matters because you fumbled. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was. I think he was like the first guy he talked to coming off the field. Kevin Stefanski came to him. So yeah, it was definitely definitely a learning point but man that was a that was a heck of a debut for him um he's he's gonna be fun to watch the rest of the preseason and see how uh see how he develops but yeah that was fun
0: it's pretty clear that with jerome ford Dearness johnson nick chubb and kareem hunt the browns had the best running back room in the NFL. Yeah. i i that i don't really think you can even argue that to be honest no you can't i mean if jerome ford is rb3 or rb4 i think you're gonna be okay yeah yeah
1: yeah, I don't think I really don't think you can you can compete with that room. That's the there's no other room that has four guys that you can pretty pretty confident that he can contribute in an NFL game. So that was that was great. And uh yeah, it's uh, the rookies overall just played really well. Um and we'll get we'll get to the other ones uh, shortly. But yeah, it was Ford was Ford was really good. It was it was great to see. It was
0: because I know it was one of those things where, like, one when they drafted him, a lot of people said, "Wow, that is yeah a heck of a pick in the fifth round." Yeah, and then during training camp, people were like, "Wow, this guy's pretty good." But like to see it on the field, I don't care if it's against backups. Yeah. I mean, it's just I know we. I said wow a couple times just watching. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. Before we move on to the defense side of the ball, anything else about offense?
1: Um, offense. I thought, I thought Josh Dobbs did well. Um. He, How did I forget
0: about Josh Dobbs? I know. Yeah, we're not moving on offense yet. Yeah, yeah. And we're
1: uh, not moving off of offense yet. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. Uh, he looked pretty good. Um, he looked like he was a, a veteran out there, uh, leading the team. Um, didn't do any like big wow plays, but moved the team. Was able to move the team, score a couple touchdowns. So, yeah, I thought he played very well. Um, obviously it's against backups, so I take that. Um, but he, yeah, he, he looks like uh, he'll stick. I don't think there's any. Uh, <laughs> I don't That's think there's. That's my great any,
0: result, by the way, if you're watching right. live.
1: I don't think there's any. Uh, anything that you saw today that would make you feel like Josh Rosen would uh, beat
0: him out? So <laughs> let's just say. That. I mean, let's just say that if Josh Rosen beats you out, uh, yeah, okay, let's let's go yeah. on something else. Yeah, but no, but yeah. seriously, Josh jabs look good. Yes, it was against backups, but hey, I mean, what are you gonna do? Right? He He's yeah. gonna be QB3, I'm assuming. I yeah. mean, we can talk about this in another podcast, but if Sean Watson suspended for more than six games, he yeah. will probably still be QB. Th- I don't know, it'll be interesting, he'll be but QB either three, way, yeah, yeah, ball, or he'll be QB3 because they'll trade for someone, so I don't know, oh, but yeah, all right, on, on <laughs> to that. Josh Jobs looked good. He did what he had to do. I know that one, his touchdown pass to Jerome Ford was nice. He got the defender to commit to him and get off of Ford and had a nice pass for a touchdown, so you can't complain about that. He did what he had to do, even if it was against backups. That's all you can ask for. Yeah.
1: The other thing about the offense, offense, um, uh, kind of a negative, I would say, uh, was just the receiving core. No one really kind of stood out.
0: Really? Isn't that like the uh, <laughs> so. if, if you were to put a quote, if there was like a quote on the receiving re, my receiver's room at Cleveland Brown's facility yeah. in Berea, no one it would say, out. No one really stood out,
1: <laughs> right? It, it was just, yeah, it was like a bunch of
0: okay. It, it was no, no, that's no, that's it. Change edit, edit quote. <laughs> the quote on the door will say, It was all this okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was uh, definitely, obviously missing Cooper, which is uh, a big deal because he makes a lot, He makes he takes the attention away from everybody. But yeah, it's uh, they may need to do something there. <laughs> Let's just say that they, maybe they, they. Yes, probably.
0: <laughs> For as much talent as the Browns have in the running backs room, it is the complete opposite in the receivers yeah. room. Yes, Amari Cooper is good. But let's be honest, on a really good team, is he really w, uh, for number one wide receiver? Let's be honest. I'd say he, he's a number he's, two wide receiver. Runner I would team. say he's like a one and a half. Okay, so he's WR like, 1.5. Yeah. But yeah. the Browns need him to be like WR 1. Yeah. Because yeah, their next best receiver should be like, like a, a WR 4. <laughs> well, maybe a 3. We'll say. Okay, DPJ. DPJ
1: I'd, okay, three.
0: 3. I'll give him a 3. 3. But then after yeah. that, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, the fact that Anthony Schwartz could be like the fourth best obviously on the team tells you all you need. All yeah. you need to know, honestly. And the fact
1: that they have a running back playing receiver,
0: <laughs>
1: Duh, Felton. Uh-huh. I think he got he got out there pretty darn that's early true. too.
0: That's true. <laughs> he, yeah, he, so it's just like,
1: he was on man, the field very early. So I, yeah. I
0: it's don't know what the, I. There, I was, that's. The waiver wire. I'm sure they're going to pick up uh, a yeah. wide receiver too, but that really worries me. I know yeah. the saying is Deshaun Watson can make that room better. Yeah, we already I mean, know Deshaun well. Watson yeah. is probably going to be out. Well, he's going to be out at least six games. We all know that it's going to be more than that. Let's be honest. Sure. So when you had Jacoby Brissett or Josh Jobs thrown to you, can they really make the wide receivers right. better? I think but, it's the opposite where the wide receivers have to make them better. And right. outside of Cooper, I mean, DPJ, I really like DPJ, but like, I don't, I can't really count on him to make Jacoby yeah. Brissett better. He hasn't guess, been consistent.
1: Yeah. He hasn't been consistent so far in his career. Like we've seen snippets of like, wow, this guy, this guy could be something and then, but he, then he can disappear in the next game. Um, it will help the, the tight end group is going to be good. Uh, I think David Joku is going to have a career year. Um, and then Harrison he needs Bryant. To. Yeah, he, he d- definitely needs to. Um, and then Harrison Bryant should have a big year too. So that, that will help kind of alleviate the pressure on the receiving core, but they still need, they still need help. Um, you can't have one receiver and
0: hope for the best
1: <laughs> with the rest. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a good, uh, formula.
0: Oh, that's a nice, that'd be a nice shirt. Hope for the best for the rest. <laughs> I <laughs> i I love all these taglines to bring up. Um but it, I know it's not talking about that much because it's the third tight end, but that is will be a very interesting yeah. um first battle. time in
1: a while. Yeah, first yeah, time in a, a while very so.
0: interesting battle for who will be the third tight end. I mean, I know a bunch of you guys played tonight, but let's I know David and Harrison Bryant. Those are two guys that I'm not worried about whatsoever. But yeah. with the amount of times that Stefanski plays tight, multiple tight ends, they need to have a legitimate third tight end. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who gets the job. I mean, yeah. I, there's like five or six on plates tonight. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll just be interesting. I feel like that's like an underrated battle in Tampa in the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree lose.
1: with that. Yeah. There's a lot of names, too.
0: <laughs> I they honestly – I know one of them used to play basketball for Baylor, but there are so yeah. many different names that I forgot Santos. which one it
1: was. It's a hyphenated name. I yes, can't...
0: I knew it was hyphenated, but they had multiple yeah. hyphenated tight ends out there. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty positive.
1: Let's see. I think it's Nakia Griffin-Stewart.
0: Yes. That's on, he had a couple catches tonight, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: so we'll see.
0: Um,
1: All right. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting battle.
0: Yes, for sure. Enough for the offense on the defense by yes. far. I know there are plenty of questions outside <laughs> of, yeah, outside of running back. There are plenty of questions surrounding the offense, especially because Nick Harris just went down with an injury. So you can't even count on like a full offensive line anymore. Defense. I mean, miles Garrett and Damian Tommy didn't play tonight. So I wasn't really worried about the defensive line. Right. Linebackers look good. Defensive backfield. I would say right now, best defensive backfield in the NFL. And I don't feel like that's a hot take. Yeah,
1: I would say the quarterback room by far got to be the best. Like, you just had your rookie go out there and have a hell of a game, pick six. And, and that's what? I think he's quarterback five,
0: right? Because it would be Newsome Ward, Greeny Newsome
1: Ward, Green, Green, Green then. Who am I missing? A.J. Green.
0: Oh, A.J. Green. Yes. Yeah
1: people people forget about him but he's really good when he comes in too so it's it's a it's a luxury there's that, that group is fantastic and then the safety room uh we didn't we didn't even see our uh John Johnson out there um but we have John Johnson and then Delpit who's i think is going to have a uh, a Pro Bowl level year i really do i think he's i think he's going to burst on the scene Yum. this year yeah he just got to stay healthy obviously but yeah, I think he's gonna have a heck of a year. And uh, Ronnie J- Ronnie Harrison's back. Then there's a lot of there was a lot of uh, fun names out there. Um, Dakota Allen, I believe, is the name, or not Dakota uh, D'Anthony Anthony Allen, I believe his name was. He had a he had a good game. Uh, LeCount had a fumble uh, recovery. So, yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see who wins who gets that fourth spot uh in the safety room. But yeah, this secondary is the starting group and then just the death overall is gonna be it's very good. It's it's gonna be right up there with the best in the league.
0: It will be the best in the league. Yeah. I'll put that bold prediction down right now. Yeah. You have yeah. you have Grant at being a Pro Bowler if he stays healthy. Yeah. You said David and Joku will be a will have a breakout season, so that means okay. Pro Bowl yeah. season two. Yeah. So that's your bold predictions. Mine, my bold prediction is that the uh, defense backfield is best in the NFL. I don't yeah. really know if that's that bold, though, just because they're that good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, really, if, they can, I if Denzel Ward, Greg Newsome on opposite sides, then you add in AJ Green, and um, it's, man, MJ, <laughs> number 23, MJ, the best MJ to ever wear number 23 in all sports, right?
1: D'Anthony Bell, by the way. Sorry
0: you yes, go on. still let you're still let my joke go. All right, so I'm with that one. Yes, repeat it Lord. again. Repeat it again. Joe, just don't wall me. Joe, just don't wall me. For those not paying Sorry. attention, well, uh, what did you say? Nothing. Let's let's turn the. I didn't let's, turn anything. So wait, I got from... the I got the
1: infinity stone. I'm turning the back time here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what you, what's happening?
0: I said, uh, no, it's on. We moved past.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. I'm to, I guess defensively though i mean i'm i'm really i know in football you like you want high scoring games, but if it wanted me to say I'm really, really excited and pumped to see this browns defense all season, yeah, they're gonna need them <laughs> we all know they're gonna need that down to Browns defense, so yeah
1: yeah it's Shoot. Gonna, they're fun to watch, and there was a lot of young guys that played well today. Um, obviously we talked about, uh, MJ Emerson. He, he had a heck of a game that, that pick six was <laughs> one of the best plays I've seen in a while from a quarterback, just stole the ball and made some heck of a move, heck of moves, uh, to get, uh, get to the end zone. Um, and then Isaiah Thomas had a sack and a couple co- quarterback hits. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a great game showing by the rookies and especially on defense it was they were they were really good
0: i agree and then i know we have to talk about the uh isaiah thomas yes. who i literally before prior to tonight it shows you how much i paid attention like the backups on the browns this preseason didn't know that they had a player named isaiah thomas yeah, so exactly. it, I was like, wait what but he played well tonight too. So it's like yeah. a lot of the young guys and rookies played really well and made a name for themselves tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. It was great to see they they pretty much kicked the crap out of the backups of the Jaguars. We could we could say it now. It, it was it was not even close. Let's like just they, say
0: that there's a reason the Jaguars have stunk for so long. Yeah,
1: it was twenty four to nothing after the. Their second backups
0: point. are bad. Yeah. Holy how? Yeah. Speaking of that. Was, that that was, a was about five years ago. So. <laughs> yeah. We all, we all know about bad teams and bad backups. Especially. In yeah. the, Browns. the Browns might be the preseason champs a lot, but we all know about bad backups. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, speaking of which I know betting goes legal in Ohio on January 1st. Hopefully. yes. But also the Browns. <laughs> yeah. The Browns were, two and a half point underdogs tonight plus plus one thirty-five on the money line. Did the odds makers not know that the Jaguars backups up that bad? I don't know. I just wish I had an opportunity to put money on that. Cause that was easy money. But then again, it is what it is.
1: I feel like they reacted too much to all this, all the Brown starters going, not being, not being, uh, dressed for today, but well, that was easy money. I would say. Damn it. That was
0: easy money, but, I mean, I guess 30 minutes we've already been talking. Anything else? Offensively, uh, we're worried about stuff. Defensively, we're... I'm hyped up. Uh, I, I think you're hyped up. Oh, my bad.
1: The star the of the show? I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. K. York? York, man, He's the star
0: of the show. Yes, I would call him the star of the show, though. He hasn't missed, has he? Let's be honest. Has he, he has missed not a missed. kick? Has he missed a kick since last I think, season? I think.
1: I think he missed one during the during all of training camps. Right. Video or it, and it was like it was so like If it's not on video, it's gonna happen. It was like fifty-eight yards too.
0: <laughs> oh, why do you have to say fifty-eight? Because that was literally what Evan McPherson just made for the Bengals I know, tonight. Right? By the, all the way, numbers. this.
1: This division is shaping up to be the elite kickers
0: of all time. I feel like is that like ASC North, the division of elite kickers. I feel like that's not like a good uh description to have.
1: <laughs> oh, we also have great quarterbacks too. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the little subtitle. Oh, we also have Joe
0: Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Wait, hold on. Okay, so <laughs> you, missed you missed forgot me. a team. Oh, f- <laughs> yeah i'm glad you, i'm glad you said it's the division of great quarterbacks and just completely left off the steelers that was fantastic yeah.
1: notice they're not listed under the great kickers or the
0: great quarterbacks but. what do they have i mean they have a good tight end a good running back yep yeah. all right now it's it's nice to make fun of the steelers though i haven't been able to do that for most of my life so i need to Take advantage. Just like Michigan's taking advantage of making fun of Ohio State for the first time in 10 years, need to take advantage of it now until it's too late, or before it's too late, right? Yeah, that,
1: that that's what happens when you take the third-best quarterback in the crappiest quarterback class in quite a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky's biggest storyline in the NFL is wanting to be called Mitchell. And <laughs> then you have Mason Rudolph, whose biggest storyline since entering the NFL is being hit in the head by his own helmet. And then you have Kenny Pickett, who's literally known as Small Hands Pickett. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, just three great quarterbacks you have in Pittsburgh. Somehow, I will, I'm glad not too many people listen to this, because I'm sure this will be put somewhere. Uh, Kenny Small Hands Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky. Or no, You know what? Somehow,
1: somehow, Tomlin is going to get that team to 8-8 eight eight or something like that. That's going to be – he is by – far the best coach
0: in the league he's never been he's never gone under 500 correct no Which is mind-boggling.
1: it's mind-boggling. Like. It's by the like, way he can't go eight years. now you're oh, either over 500 or under 500 technically you can't go 500 or a tie or you could tie oh
0: that's true damn it eight, you right. all right one. continue
1: <laughs> yeah uh, tom will try to figure out another way of not sucking <laughs>
0: yeah it's by uh, the way for you a uh, fancy footballers out there Maybe we will have a podcast about that in the next couple of weeks, by the way, before the season Mm -hmm. drafting Najee, Najee Harris running back Pittsburgh Steelers seemed like such an easy move. One, he had so many receptions last year. So if you're in PPR money in the bank Two, they literally have three quarterbacks that you can't rely on. So he'll either get a lot more carries or he'll get a lot more catches out of the backfield. Either way, either way, easy money. So draft Najee Harris. If you don't have a top two pick, no, top three pick, that's my hot take. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you have four or lower draft Najee. Yeah. Cause I mean, let's be honest, even when the Steelers can't move the ball offensively, Najee Harris is still going to be catching freaking footballs. Yeah. True that. But on to the back to the Browns, back to the better team in the rivalry. Back to Cade York. (laughs) Back to Cade York. Yeah, that's right. It was nice. I mean, yes, it's one preseason game, I understand. But like, I was never like, man, I wonder if this kicker's going to miss it. I just like had everything. It's nice having
1: confidence in your
0: kicker. It's weird. But I guess let's wait until the season when, let's wait until he's in First Energy Stadium when the wind is literally swirling outside the stadium. That is true. But yeah, I just hope he's everything that, well, me, along with the Browns front office who drafted him in the fifth round better hope that he's everything that he's supposed to be. Yes, please. I hope so.
1: <laughs> because
0: as we we
1: talk about how the offense may have to maybe struggling given what the quarterback will be, having a good reliable kicker is an underrated an underrated aspect because you can just look to Baltimore. They have a dominant kicker and it is so much better when you're when you have that.
0: Speaking of Baltimore and Cade York, didn't you compare Cade York to Justin Tucker a couple weeks ago on the Browns guest? I'm pretty uh, I, sure you did. I possibly have. I think I think you did. All right, but you're right though. I mean, Justin Ticker, Justin Ticker. I just Ticker. combined Tucker and Kicker together to Justin <laughs> Ticker. Justin Tucker. I mean, if you're he's within, the goat, obviously. If you're within like the f- 38 yard line, which would be a 55 yard field goal. Yeah. You're like, All right, don't worry about it, we'll just get three points, <laughs> right? Right, like, just don't at, turn the ball over and we'll get points.
1: That, that's got to be like so discomforting to your your offensive coordinator, any all your offensive players. It's like, Oh, okay, we'll at least
0: get something out of this. Like, true, I mean, yeah, it takes all the pressure off Lamar Jackson, who will be getting paid about 50 million dollars a year in the next few weeks. Thanks, Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man, anything else you want to talk about though in terms of the game tonight?
1: Uh, nothing. I, I just thought the rookies played well. Um, the first team offense was a mess, but that. How much can you take from either? <laughs> it's preseason and a lot of guys are missing. And just the biggest thing is the Nick Harris injury. Hopefully, hopefully, we're praying here that he's all right, but um, uh-huh. it didn't look
0: good. <laughs> That did look good. Not looking good. too promising. I, know. I yeah, yeah, I mean that's I like I said earlier at the beginning of the podcast, I not I feel so bad for him. It as really a person. is he finally got the job that he's been aiming for and boom, two plays in and the preseason. Done. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. he's not done. But I mean, like you said, it's yeah. not looking too promising. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess that's it. This is the first podcast I've done in a long time. That's under an hour. I really actually like it, but there's no way we could talk about this game tonight for an hour. So I'm it's preseason, it.
1: preseason podcasting.
0: Yeah. I mean, only the brown, only a Browns game can get us to do a post game recap of a preseason game.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, we're at home for the next two games.
0: Yeah, I speaking up, are you going? I may,
1: I may or may not be going
0: to one or two of those games. We'll see. All right. So Sun the next game, Sunday, next, obviously nine days from now, not two days the, from now. The Eagles. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts got freaking hurt rock literally. He got rocked on the sidelines.
1: Such a dirty play,
0: man. So dirty. I mean, that was dirty during the regular season, let alone a freaking <laughs> yeah. first game of the preseason.
1: If any if no one, if we haven't seen it, it's like two steps out of bounds, and then you get hit. It was just terrible. Yeah.
0: Um terrible. Just terrible. Terrible. But terrible. yeah, so the Browns at, they host Philadelphia one o'clock mm-hmm. next Sunday, and then Saturday, August 27th, they host the Bears. <clears throat> It's going to so, be
1: weird seeing a preseason game at one o'clock. Usually they're at like. You're 9. right. Now that you say
0: that. <laughs> Sunday afternoon Sunday. at one. That is going to be really
1: weird. It's, I can it'll prepare I us for the regular season.
0: I wonder how many people are going <laughs> to tailgate. I bet you it'll be thousands. Am I wrong to think that? How many? Yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah. How you many will be make, full, the, full? The real question
0: is how many will make it into the stadium? True. <laughs> one o'clock can't hold a gun. <laughs> Pour one out for those people, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so we will likely, I mean, this was just like an unplanned thing. I messaged, yeah. or I had texted Joe during like the first quarter and actually earlier tonight, I was like, Hey, possible post game pod. It might not happen for the last two games. It might, might not. Depends yeah. what happens. Most likely it will though, especially next week. Cause it's a Sunday afternoon. Mm. So yeah, I guess that's it. Any final thoughts, Joe?
1: I'm just glad football's back, man. The <laughs> Browns football's Heck back. Yeah. We have something to talk about. Rather on than, the field. Uh, We've uh, always yeah. had
0: something to talk about. We have something to talk about on the field. Very true. And God, please,
1: make a decision, NFL. Make a decision.
0: No. That's not, all the I NFL, ask for. The, the problem here is that the NFL knows that they rule the world. Yeah. And that's that's all they – that that's it. They rule the world. No matter what yep. they say or do, they're still going to be the most imp- or the most watched and paid attention to sport in the U.S., and they don't care.
1: Yep. And uh, if, if they don't have it decided by next Sunday, God help me. <laughs> That's God all I have to say. Me. God help me.
0: Yeah, I also don't have any final thoughts. So the Browns just beat.
1: How about those Guardians?
0: Oh yeah, I know the corner cast was on last night, but Ain't yeah, the no. Guardians just—they just won eight zero in Toronto. Little did we know the best team in Cleveland in August would be the freaking Cleveland Guardians this year. That is crazy. <laughs> Who the ass? favorite, yeah, now the favorites to win the AL Central. Seriously, yeah. but that is it with another Browns cast. We were just recapping the Browns beating the Jaguars twenty four thirteen in Jacksonville this wonderful Friday night. For those of you that tuned in live, we appreciate you. Leave more comments. I completely forgot to look at the comment section. So, Ed Hodler, family Ed, friend of Ed. mine. Ed, we appreciate you. He was down in Florida and tuned live in. I'm sure he's not tuned in anymore. I wish I was down in Florida, by the way. But back to this. Um, What else i saying? Oh, yeah. If you tuned in live, appreciate you. Leave more comments. We'll interact with you guys. If you're listening to us on the podcast form, we appreciate you as well and we will be back, be back with you probably within the Browns cast next weekend at some point. Until then, have a great weekend and as always, go Browns. Go Browns. Don't you go the